All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode three of the Daily Faceoff podcast. It's uh, it's been only a couple days since our last episode, but we kind of messed up the first week, so let's get right back at it. Wait, so we're not doing this because like we're not just gonna give out episodes every two days? That's no. not that's not the thing. It's not the plan. Oh damn, damn. <laughs> we might be a little busy. I don't know. Well, maybe if we start if we start getting a big enough following, maybe we'll have to, right? Yeah. If you guys like get a petition going, we'll consider it. That's yeah. what we're giving you. That's it. Tell your friends. Let them all know. Anyways, I'm your host, Brock Segan. With me, of course, are my two co-hosts. I, to my right, Michael Beebs Bondi. Yeah, I can't even believe I came in there without him being introduced yet. Like, no cred yet. But there we go. <laughs> and to my left, Dylan D. Berthew. How's it going, Brock? It's going good. It's going great. Um, oddly enough, the three of us somehow found ourselves all at our first career Windsor Spitfire games and probably, like... What? what? Maybe not, first, not, not, first, first, not my first career at all. Well, I mean, not first career, but, like, f- first, first career together. But not even together. We all just ended up there. Well, yeah, at the same but, time. Yeah, it was... We all kind of messaged each other, like, hey, like, I'm going to the Spitz game, and I can't record. And then you're like, I'm going to the Spitz game. I'm going to the Spitz... No way. Yeah, that was actually pretty weird. Yeah. We, Wild. We, it's the first game I've been to in like. There was honestly probably like what seven hundred people in the stands. Yeah, well, definitely a lot <laughs> more than seven hundred. But no, I don't know, dude. I don't think it was a lot more. Definitely than grand. Oh yeah, that thing holds like three thousand, it, it and it was less than half. Okay. 
Yeah. Is it three thousand? I thought it was six. I thought it was, like thought it was six thousand eight hundred. Uh, something like that. I thought it was like thirty five. I think he used to bump, but yeah. That's what we were talking about because I ended up sitting next to D because we were like in the section right next to each other. And there was nobody in the stand, so I went up. And, <laughs> and I was just like, "Man, remember like when Taylor Hall and Ryan Ellis played for this team? And this place was just bumping." Yeah, I remember. I was every like, night. Yeah, I remember. Me and my dad were pulling up on the parking spaces, and it was like I remember when you couldn't find parking, you had to park like in parks, like. Ten minute walk away, and so my dad pulled in there, and we He's ended in up Windsor. doing just a. You know how hard it is to find a park in Windsor. Yeah, that's true. We found <laughs> almost one as hard as. Well, yeah, nowhere no, harder. Yeah, no. Nowhere, there's nowhere. So yeah, so I guess since we're already on the subject, I think it's worth noting that today um, I want a free haircut at the Spitz game, <laughs> but uh, it had nothing to do with me at all. So just quickly. At the Spitz games, they give away these free haircuts. and as, From the barbershop, right? We should yeah, plug the barbershop. The barbershop. I'm going to come see you soon. I don't know where it <laughs> we is. We should but plug the barbershop. I'm coming soon. Anyways, <laughs> so they look for, play, I guess, people in the, in the stands that either A, need a haircut, yeah. or A, just look hilarious. So as soon as they start talking about... <laughs> a little bit of both. As, as soon as yeah. they start talking about, we got to find somebody in the stands who's got... It was in need of a haircut. Dylan looks to me and he goes... Dude, I'm gonna get on this for sure. I'm definitely getting on this, mind you. In in the uh, in the Daily Face Off podcast pictures, Dylan does not have lettuce. You should see the lettuce on this. Yeah, kid. I was gonna yeah. say if you look at me in that picture, it looks like I'm the one who has the most flow. That's not the case whatsoever. Yeah. Dylan's got some just some filthy lettuce right now. So they put up some duster with like not a lot, not a lot of hair. They put on some fake wig and then. Second guy they turn yeah. to, no lie, Dylan. It's legit, just the whole camera on me. I'm on the jumbotron. Now remember, there's only like 700 people there, so when I say the crowd erupted, it was like the seven of us that yeah. just went nuts. But it wasn't even close. Kid won a free haircut. Looked at me, said, "I'm not, I'm not gonna take this free haircut. Do you want it?" So now look at, I got a free haircut thanks to his lettuce, and uh, it was it was pretty hilarious. Yeah, I definitely don't need a haircut anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, I totally missed this whole thing going on because. Um, I ended up going a little bit separate from there and, and with my dad, but but kind of a cool thing was going on Supplement. on the side. Yes, yes. Who'd yeah, you run into? A super cool thing this going is crazy. on on the side. Who'd you run into? Um, so I was kind of okay with missing this, but uh, I ran into Drapes. I ran into Chris Draper. 2006 Olympian. Yeah, Canadian. Not a medalist, unfortunately. No, no but <laughs> might have something to do with Chris Draper and Kirk Malby being on the It has team. nothing to do with Drapes, man. Drapes is such a beauty. The guy's a gem, and like, I made the team strictly because he won face-offs. Malby should have been on the team. Yeah. yeah, Chris Draper and Kirk Malfi made that team over Sidney Crosby. I like to think he partially made that team also so <laughs> that we could see him tonight. Yeah, yeah, because that was a big true. moment. So we saw Drapes. Well, I saw Drapes first. The um, guy was doing laps yeah. around the arena. And Still I got thought, the wheels. I thought I had an awesome story, and then I got their story, and they totally won up to me. I think Drapes but, is cooler. Yeah, Drapes was pretty cool though. We, like, we saw we saw him too though. Yeah, yeah we ended so, up seeing him as well. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say after second intermission, we walked down, and there's big old Drapes ripping through again, and. Of course, Who, by Brock, the way, uh, he looks the exact same. He looks great. Hasn't aged. Yeah, a bit. guy looks like he could just jump on skates and join the Leafs. Yeah. Drapes, if you're the, listening, you look well, great. Well, make the Leafs. Like I was thinking of the, the team that he could probably make. Yeah, you know, that's I, fair. I would he, like to see it. he was ripping around the arena like he did the old rinks back in the day. <laughs> yeah, like he, he was flying. He was flying man. around. We but, literally saw him like at the beginning of the intermission, walking by, and then came back in the same direction before the end of the intermission. Like, he literally just walked a lap. Yeah, yeah. both times like, Brock fangirl yelled, Drapes! Yeah, at him, that but, actually happened. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of jokes. Yeah. There's no way I wasn't screaming Drapes. The second time around, though, I I mean, I, I feel like it was a real conversation, and I love Drapes. Three-time Stanley Cup champ. Love the guy. Yeah. I got a good laugh out sure. of him because he was sure. just he was just rope-a-dope in that rink. Like, he was just yeah. full. <laughs> he was fun. It was a great night, though, as you guys could tell. He was probably yeah. scouting, right? I think. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely scouting for the wings, right? yeah. 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 
Only reason Spitz why lost, it. which was a shame. And it's three on first, three OT. First three on three OT I've yeah. seen it. It's it's did cool. you like it? It's awesome. Yeah. It's insane. Literally See, just hockey it's on great, cocaine. But yeah. I just I feel like if they're saying that the shootout's a gong show, this is just like a gong show times ten because mm-hmm. it's just. It's it's odd man rushes it's breakaways I mean ended on sweet a, goals but it was crazy dude it was you know what but would you, I I still don't understand why they didn't like it should be a couple minutes of four, four on four, four couple minutes three. of three on three if it, it like maybe three minutes of four on yeah. four two minutes of three on three and then if it doesn't happen because like I don't I, it's weird that they just like s- still had the shootout but they got rid of like legitimate four on four yeah. over time like it's just gone like i, I, don't know. I mean weird. like for us fantasy hockey guys this is awesome because i games feel like are finishing just... where like guys are actually getting points instead yeah. of those games where you like watch and watch like oh who's gonna get me that gwg and then shit, it's a shootout yeah so it's kind of cool for that i mean guys who are really fast like that's why they're gonna be sweet yeah. it they're is gonna, gonna be wild i can't winners. wait i can't wait till it's actually guys insane in to watch like yeah. when they get going up and down and it's legit just rush after rush after yeah. rush I love how a lot of teams are using like two forwards and one D man too. It's awesome. Like, it's just so weird. Like that's the stuff that they used to do like in tryouts to like end out like yeah. I don't know or like I don't know. It's just something you did for fun. It's just crazy that it's part. It's of like the pawn game. hockey. It's just pawn hockey. Yeah. One more quick note about the Spitz game. I know like so many people listening are like, who the hell are the Spitz? Like I don't care. Yeah. When the but Spitfires, let, by the way. let's just mention. How sweet of a name is Hayden McCool? Yeah. yeah. Shout out to this guy. His name's literally Hayden. Spell it however you want. Mick Cool. Mick Cool. Mick M. It's like McDavid. Capital M. Small C. Capital C. Ool. Yeah, it turns out this dude's pretty good too. He went in the first round in the OHL and he was actually part of the trade yeah, for trade Josh Hosang. Hosang right? Josh Hosang, who, as we all know, is back in the OHL. And, filthy mitts. Yeah. Filthy mitts, but just horrible alarm clock. But <laughs> filthy mitts or filthy name, and the guy with the filthy name was pretty solid too. We'll give him that shout out. He looked good tonight. I can kind of feel what I was saying. You know how many times I'm sitting there like half not asleep first, in bed, not your first NHL training camp, though, like, <laughs> but you're just like half asleep and you're like, NHL training man, camp. I should set an alarm. And the next thing you know, you're just asleep. It's unacceptable. <laughs> NHL training. Oh, I'm not. I, hey, I'm not. Ovechkin got benched the other. Ovechkin got benched the other night for like he just missed the morning skate. Yeah. So there's like, yeah, you're sitting. So like, yeah, Josh was saying, just showing up to the training camp. They're just like. <laughs> Garth Snow's just standing at the door waiting Smell for him. He's like, see ya, bud. Hey, Here he goes, puts bad. the pads on and just, hey, hold up. All right. Going home. They just went down. <laughs> Before we jump into uh, some fancy hockey love, we got to talk about the Jays, dude. That, have you ever seen Woo! Have you ever seen a game like that ever in your life? That was the most, the seventh inning took 53 minutes. I don't know if like it's just because I'm such a huge Jays fan, but that was like... Legit, hands down, the craziest sporting event game I've ever seen. Like, that was nuts. Yeah, the bench is clearing, like, all the time. Fans just throwing debris, everything on the field. It was just, like, I mean, in all honesty, like, I was kind of just, like, embarrassed for Canada almost. Like, just the way they the way they acted was a little ridiculous, but... No, but like the bat what, flip. <laughs> didn't didn't it seem like it was going to be, like, typical Toronto sports? Like, you know, you get this whole ride... You have a 2-2 game. It's like, okay, we brought it back to game five. We're going to win. And then, like, a stupid, stupid, stupid play almost loses it. I was like, if they lose here, this is just two Toronto sports. So, I'm and I, like, I mean, D, you got to talk about this. That home run, like, 
like biggest. how are you still like your heart's still beating i know i was sitting there just thinking like wow that was amazing but i'm i'm a tigers fan at heart yeah i'm really like not the type of sports fan to usually get wrapped up in things like i'm usually like to think i'm a pretty calm guy like logical yeah. when i'm watching the game but i was losing my shit yesterday like legitimately jumped into my brother's arms when batista hit that ball even when edwin hit that ball like the inning before, a lot of people forgetting about that, but that was crazy too. Like that tied the game up, right, and set the whole scene for the yeah. next inning. But yeah, like I don't want to use this cliche, but I, I can't really think of any other word to describe it. But it literally was a roller coaster. It was of emotions. Yeah. roller coaster like, of emotions. Like, that yeah. was that was the best inning of baseball I've ever seen in my life, and and that wasn't even crazy. my favorite team playing, and that was by far the best. Inning. I couldn't believe like like after such a crazy inning, what is that Dyson guy thinking going and like touching? <laughs> To a witty, like what, what, like, like the most outrageous yeah. inning of baseball ever, and then you're gonna do that. Like, what did you think was gonna happen? Like, I don't know, dude. Even got... Tulo said like he's never had that happen at like any point in any game. Let it was alone so that funny scenario. when they flipped to him on the replay. He's just like, "What <laughs> are you touching me? Like, why are you yeah. touching? Why did you just touch yeah, me? Yeah, even like him going up me? to like to like make a comment when Edwin's like trying to calm the crowd yeah. down. Like, like he's just looking at that point. I don't know. The like guys, the Leafs are yeah, guys. Has a great beard though. The Jays yeah, love to stir the pot. Okay. Well, that wasn't great. It's kind of it was patchy. Just, it was, yeah. yeah, but like he tried. Yeah, he, was, he, he, he must be a Jays fan, I guess, right? He's just stirring the pot. I honestly like. I'm a pretty huge Jays. I don't remember him being on the Blue Jays at all. He must have been like a September. Still on the salary cap, maybe. Yeah, still on the salary I don't cap, know, dude. Well, let's shift gears for like the reason why we're really here. I mean, I love opening up. I hope we get to open up every episode with Jays talk for the next little bit. Yeah, I kind of like to think of it as like we're like a midnight talk show like you know they like do like the little stories at the beginning and then they get to the real <laughs> stuff so like that we yeah. gotta do that you know we're yeah. gonna work in yeah hopefully we have some jays to talk about till at least mid-november mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i was thinking about today actually real quick back to baseball is it would have been so insane if the astros would have beat the royals and the final four in the mlb playoffs would have been the cubs the jays the astros and the mets like those are four teams that seem like they've just been locked in futility <laughs> for yeah. like even the Royals were like so bad before last year. Like obviously they had their breakout yeah, year yeah. last year, but yeah, you're right though. Like they, that bullpen. You is know, so like gaudy. the Jays are the most recent World Series champions. Out of That's all those insane teams. to think yeah. about. <laughs> In all honesty, like I hopefully, um, the Jays if they like if they win that'd be awesome. But if they don't, I kind of want to see the Cubs win, and I would love if they make it to the World Series. Well, just for that, like the the reference from Back to the Future, right? Like that's the one reason. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's the reason true. I want to see the Cubs win. <laughs> that's it's true. Hilarious. Only reason, only like problem we have is that would be they can't beat Miami because that's who they're playing. Yeah, so. yeah, that's yeah against I, Miami. I kind of forgot about Miami. that. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, you know, it would be great. Was Miami though. even a team, or did they just call the fact that Florida was going to change their team to Miami? It was kind of weird because they in must the thing too. <laughs> they must have. That's nuts. In the in the clip too, like it's kind of <laughs> a very fish like. Uh, t- type of logo that they have too when it shows the Miami team so it's kind of you know that's so weird back to the what's future up? predicting things what's up what's up with that that yeah. is some Illuminati type let's of hope they like <laughs> let's hope they make a back to the future four and they predict that the Avs are gonna win the cup in like 2017 I don't maybe. Know, maybe that soon that'd be great okay one the one thing though like wouldn't it be awesome it'll never ever ever happen but wouldn't it be awesome if the Cubs make it to the World Series and they bring back Steve Bartman to throw at the first pitch. Dude, well, they started like a uh, what was it? They were like, like a, it was like, a GoFundMe or a go Kickstarter to, to get, get him there. there. And he's like, nah. 
They gotta Dude, leave like, this poor guy alone. <laughs> the guys are like witness protection still. Yeah. What was it? There was like I, an I E60. E6 or 30 yeah. for 30. Yeah, it's a good two. one. Yeah. It was sweet to watch. I told Chasing I, Bartman or something like that. I told that, Rose right? about chasing, it today. Chasing Hell, I'm pretty sure. Something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah actually. Chasing, right, yeah, Steve Bartman, right. Chasing Hill. I told yeah. Rose about it today. I was just like, because she was asking like who's still like left in the baseball playoffs, and I told her about how the Cubs haven't won in like hundred years, and I told her about that play, and she's like, I want to watch that. Like that's so sad. No, you don't. <laughs> that poor guy. I'm pretty that, sure that's the first time they've they've like clinched a series at home ever. If yeah, I'm, if it I'm, was yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah, they haven't. That's the first time like anything's happened for that team ever. It was funny too, because uh, I was looking up today like what what to be for Halloween this year, and I was like. Watching TSO was all in the background, I'm looking up costumes, and all of a sudden TSO they start talking about Steve Bartman. I'm like, that's my Halloween costume. <laughs> I'm going to Steve Bartman, hundred percent. Get you the headphones. Walk yeah. around and just like botch things yeah. like everywhere you go, like walk near someone, just like knock their cell phone, <laughs> just knock their. Just beer like go over. to Tim Hortons and someone's handing over a sandwich, just like take it and yeah. like hot <laughs> coffee. Boom. I got it. I got it. Oh, it's on the ground. <laughs> oh, Steve, if you're listening. That's awesome. If you're listening, I wish we had like a live like call That'd be in crazy. line. You imagine if Steve's just Steve in a fantasy Martin hockey. Definitely oh. is not a, a hockey fan. I'm calling that now. <laughs> Sorry um, to break our hearts. He's probably just sitting in Blackhawk games, those stupid ass headphones <laughs> on. Still, <laughs> he's still rocking like a 2004 walk. No, I'm pretty sure he did that so he could hear the radio. Call, no, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So he definitely heard the radio call. Of, like the guy you just know, like, oh, I, a fan grabbed the ball. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> sitting there looking at his hands like, what have I? Oh, poor Steve, man. That's heartbreaking. Steve, if you yeah. are listed, please comment on Twitter at DFO Podcast. We'd love to have you on. Oh, my yeah. God. You'd oh, be yeah. my favorite Can guest ever. We'd do we a two-hour episode We were just for the you. guys to break Bartman out of the woodwork. He just comes. He's living in Bell River right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most remote location we can find? Steve Bartman's just the Windsor alert. Like, That'd be what? awesome. All right. It's, it's some serious fizzy hockey time. We're going to introduce a new segment yeah. today. Kind of Twitter inspired. Well, we've kind of been doing this the whole time, but we're just putting a name to it now. Well, hey, this is the first daily face-off, legit or not legit. Yeah. And we recognize that the proper way to say that is illegit, but that's just too hard to say over and over and over. And like, I just want to point out my just incredible creativity to come up with this name. Legit or not legit. Like, I, you know what? I sat (laughs) in my bed last night for hours just thinking about what can I name this segment? Ultimately, legit or not legit was the only way to go. Yeah. Considering, like, 12% of my vocabulary is the word legit. That's (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Primo or not primo for our Australian (laughs) listeners or radical or, no, rad or not radical for our Australian (laughs) listeners. Wow. So we're going to start right now with a couple of uh, coyotes. Like, who saw that coming? They made me look absolutely ridiculous in my cheat sheet the other night. Yeah. My DraftKings. Those Glendale Coyotes. Oh, the Phoenix Coyotes? Where, who do they, where do they play? Uh, Beeps? One episode. Uh, First episode of the year, I was groggy. It was like a Monday. <laughs> I was groggy. Yeah. I, I, you know. What happens? The episode was like Monday. We didn't film. Yeah, yeah. We didn't do the I mean, I think, I think. Somebody might have been kind of groggy too when he mentioned yeah. Gabner. He's never going to live this time. Yeah, we can't but let that go. You guys got to get over it. They, they, made, uh, they made me look ridiculous because I was like... No, they've looked really I, good. I started so writing because I, like, I was like pumping up Anaheim Ducks players. And I was like, okay, these guys are going to be good. Like They're playing the Coyotes who are off to this ridiculous start. Like, it's not going to continue. Like I, I legitimately wrote, do I believe in the Coyotes? Question mark. No. <laughs> Exclamation mark. And then some guy tweeted at me after they won. He's like, do you believe in the Coyotes yet? And I was like, ugh. 
Good job. Those just dang Coyote you. fans, eh? So, I'll get you. <laughs> now, their young forwards have just been nutty, though. Yeah. Speaking of their young forwards, let's let's start the legit or not legit segment with Anthony Duclair and Max Domi. Duclair, four goals, two assists in four games. Max Domi, also six points, three goals, three assists. Also, Duclair had a, a hat-trick last night. Amazing. Yeah. They look really good. We'll start with you, Dylan. Duclair and Domi. Are they both legit? Is one of them legit, or are neither of them legit? Um. Well, first we should probably preface this with saying we're talking about standard leagues here because, like, I think keeper leagues, like either of these guys, absolutely, yeah, like they're definitely must owns in keeper leagues. But yeah. in a standard twelve team league, legit or not? <laughs> well, I like Domi better than Duclair, but I kind of like them both as. Uh, I guess from a prospect standpoint, I didn't expect them to kind of come into their own as quickly as they are. Domi had another goal tonight, too. Mm-hmm. Beauty. Yeah, I know we kind of... He hasn't scored an ugly goal yet. Yeah, we uh, aired on the side of caution with our advice to them last week, but... Last week, like two days ago. Two days ago, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they're kind of like... They seem to really be getting all the time, right? Like, they're only... Domi the especially. Yeah, Domi, Domi especially. especially. But Duclair's with them on the power play and kind of been bouncing on and off with them at even strength, mm-hmm. too, between the first and second line. And uh, it's like we said, even if Phoenix doesn't keep it up, which honestly they've looked like really, really good. decent, like, really good, yeah. like, like way better no than way, anyone anticipated. There's right? no way to like tiptoe around it. Like they've looked not like the Phoenix Coyotes. Yeah, no, they've looked really good. Phoenix, I said Phoenix. <laughs> oh, see, he calls me out, and then that happens. Can we? We're just gonna put a big. Yeah, they're uh, looking like the Glendale Coyotes. Yeah, yeah, they might as well just be the Las Vegas Coyotes for all intents and purposes. I mean, but but every, okay. It's tough to say at this point because really Legit a week after the draft. Well, what are we talking about? Like, should you well, pick them up on your team? or like, yeah. Are they, is Domi going to be... I would assume that a 50 Domi po- should be picked up in most leagues right now. Duclair is kind of someone you want to have your eye on. Still. 50 points for Domi by the end of the year? It, he's off to a good start. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing you should watch out is they're both not really getting a ton of minutes yet. So just Domi for is. sure keep an eye no, on Domi's, get, yeah, Domi's, Domi's getting Domi is still down at 13 tonight. So he's not. 13 tonight? Yeah, he's, still, really? he's not up there. He's not huh. He's not topping out with the team. So just kind of keep an eye on that. If they're still not getting minutes, but like, for sure be worried. At the same time, though, like, if they're going to get minutes once they start. He's getting kind of protected minutes, though. Because well, like, he's not like getting those tough D zones. And like we always talk about. And he's also not killing penalties for them. Right. Which is whatever. But at the same time, he's not getting the, they're not getting the minutes, and they're ripping it up. So isn't that, yeah. doesn't that kind of speak to the that fact that when they start they getting the minutes, minutes are, yeah. they have an even greater chance to start ripping it up? Sure, like they definitely. Like there's no, it's so not far. like they're not going up against the top D men on other teams because who the hell are mm-hmm. they going to go after? It's not like there's these other studs like yeah. Shane Doe, Martin Hansel, Mikel Bodker. These aren't primo names. Like you yeah. gotta. It's not like their top D men are going up against Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane. Yeah, that's true. Don't we? They're probably playing against the cream of the crop, and if they're only if they're scoring like this in 13 minutes, then what's going to stop them from eventually getting 15, 16 minutes and ripping it up? Oh no, well? yeah, when when Don Maloney, uh, their their GM, made this trade last year, he he was watching the World Juniors for, for sure. sure and going, "Wow, that was nice watching Domi and Duclair yeah. work their magic." And I think it's uh, I think it's probably even surprising to him how quick this is working out. But if it can work out, this could be, I mean, this could be a dynamic duo for a long time. This could be Jamie Ben. Tyler Seguin in a couple of years. Yeah. Not to the same no, stature. I, but that's a bit of a... Neither one of them are big <laughs> Jamie Benn dudes, but... No. Hey, it could be. Like, what's, what's going to stop them from doing that? Yeah, they could definitely take over that team, though, and start leading them. Um, so we're going to all agree on pretty legit on Domi. Legit for sure on Domi. 100% legit. Duclair, 
Keep an eye on him for sure. I picked him up in a keeper league, in a standard league. He's still on the edge, but like I mean, yeah. if you're feeling risky, I guess. Right? Yeah, it, especially because I mean, the it's definitely talk- a play that could work out. We've talked about it in the past too. The wing position not the deepest, yeah, so, so we're it, taking a flyer. If on you him. have it, do it. Okay, and then we'll go real quick. Um, he got pulled tonight by the looks of things. Lindback was in the game, but Mike Smith in his first three games was three and zero with a point six seven goals against and a nine eighty one save percentage. That's ridiculous. He's, he's an Olympian. He we kind of talked. Yeah, Lindback finished yeah. the game. Because um, of injury or like... No, he had... He I was, think he just got yanked. Yeah, they were, up, they were down 3 yeah. nothing. Oh, I think. Okay. So, I didn't... I don't know. I turned it on after late and he was in the game. But, uh... So, let's talk about... Is, I mean, he's an Olympian. He's obviously pretty pretty solid net minor, but... Okay, obviously he's not going to maintain he's had these the rough, ridiculous he's, numbers. Yeah, he's had a rough couple years, too. Yeah. The last couple years. But, yeah. we just said how legit the Coyotes look so is this going to be a, a big bounce back year for Mike Smith or if you have Mike Smith should you try to deal him right now yeah. I wouldn't bank on Mike Smith uh playing behind a solid possession team going forward like obviously Phoenixes look good but they they don't have uh, a lot of depth up front nor on the back end to really say that confidently that Smith's playing behind a good team right now so. yeah yeah I mean last if you listen weekly then you're gonna call me a hypocrite if I say anything against Mike Smith so I kind of have to stick to this one um <laughs> I like the guy still, but I, I, I mean, he's definitely he's definitely not going to keep this up. This is no. like ridiculous. Mike Smith is out of his mind if he thinks he can do no, this. No, they tried him. playing him on the back to back tonight, right? Which yeah, it we did talk not work. about. Did not which work. Is don't not talk, a good don't idea. start boys on back to back. Some guy asked me the other day if he should start Ryan Miller last night. I was like, no, he's on back to back. He's thirty six years old or thirty five years old, and he got a shutout. So sorry about that, bud. But that, we're going to call that an anomaly. Yeah, yeah. By by season's end, goals goalies on back to back nights are going to have a save percentage hovering. Probably around 900, yeah, it's if not below, below 900. Yeah, yeah so, it's not good. Sorry, bud. Maybe you didn't listen to me, which I hope you did. Yeah, not. and they uh, they actually traveled last night too. They went from Anaheim the night before yeah. to Arizona tonight. So, kind of a bizarre choice. He's such obviously a, just trying to ride the hot hand. Such a Smith, tough shutout, like in Anaheim too. Just yeah. dumb. He played sick, and then he kind of gets thrown into a rough spot in Minnesota. So, but at the the one thing too is early season back to backs are a lot different than. Yeah, mid season back to backs, right? Yeah. You, these guys sure. are. Fresh. I just so still don't see a lot of sense in doing it. Like, especially like, what's the point? What's point? Of having a back up. Yeah. I think we've said this in the first. Yeah, episode. like this back is back to back, 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 back. Like, yeah. Says it right in the name. If you're not going to start your goalie in a back, or if you're not going to sorry, if you're not going to play your backup in a back to back, when are you going to play him? In all fairness, though, their backup is Anders Lindback. So, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that guy. I've never been a big fan, but that's good. Will we mention a couple years ago? D actually made a bet with someone that if Anders Lindback it's 20 wins ever ever in his career in the nhl <laughs> ever. it says a lot ever. um then what was it ten dollars yeah it was, it was it was super minuscule bet yeah but everyone's but for I was some reason remember so it. confident yeah. in the lack of skill in Anders Lindbeck. Yeah, so d's been right so far but the it's still on the board i mean mike smith goes down he loses money <laughs> 20 wins too all it like, takes. it's such a team stat it's really not yeah. that hard to get anymore. especially no, like, like all it takes is being a starter and it's basically doing just it. me yeah it's basically me just saying he's never gonna earn a starting yeah. job <laughs> he uh he hasn't really played for the greatest defensive teams either like no. buffalo dallas now in arizona like well, i mean he started in nashville so he just like started at the top and yeah and just big old landslide. All right, well, let's pick it up here. We'll go a couple more legit legits, uh, or legit not legit. <laughs> we got Justin Applicator. We've talked about him a couple times in the first couple shows. Four goals, one assist in four games. Yeah, Brock's man crush, Justin Applicator. I do like him. As I'm, long as he's playing on that top line with Zeddy 
and your boy Dylan Larkin. Yeah. And Love potentially him. Datsu going for it. Albuquerque is a solid pickup in a lot of leagues. Right yeah. Now. I know someone who went to the game, actually. Well, it's my brother. He uh, he went to the game uh, the other night against Tampa, and he said Albuquerque was by far he was awesome. the best player. He said he was throwing the body around. He so crushed the guys' hits. I mean, he's even he's good for that. He's almost like a he's a new Lucic almost. He's, I mean, he's to a smaller stature, yeah. but he's like. Smaller he's a, body, but he puts up those Lucic numbers yeah. oh, like yeah. Lucic a, was putting up. Might be a better goal scorer. Yeah, no, yeah, actually, right now he's he does. He, <laughs> <laughs> I love Abdulkader because he does the dirty work. Like you always find him in front of the net, just mucking and yeah, and causing shot. Like even when he's not scoring or picking up assists, like goals happen because of him. Because like he's always in front of the net. Yeah, he was one of those guys too. Like, I remember five years ago, I was watching games like, oh, this guy will be like a career solid fourth liner in mm-hmm. Detroit. Just one of those guys, and I mean now he's first line. Prove me wrong. Yeah, he's really <laughs> he's really earned his uh, role up that lineup. It's awesome too because he's uh, he's kind of like a, a homegrown boy. So, yeah, so he uh, here's he the loves one, who he plays for too. The only knock cool. I have on Ablocator, and this is like a one week thing, is that he went to Michigan State. And like, let's be honest, any Spartans fan right now, we just lost. Get out of here! Come on, let's go blue, go blue. <laughs> Harbaugh's getting done. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. I honestly, oh yeah, I watched the first. Wondering, there's a football game this weekend. Uh, Michigan is playing Michigan State. What's Michigan ranked right now? It's as big as it gets. I haven't seen the latest polls to be honest. Yeah, I know State dropped seven. I didn't see where Michigan climbed to though. But like three straight shutouts, and then they blanked the thirteen. It's gonna be an awesome game. Yeah. Just blanking Northwest. I honestly haven't watched the game since the first game because I was so discouraged. Dude, Utah looks game. like the best team in yeah, the country. I know that's so I've seen funny, so many dude. Pol- I've seen so many polls like that, just like aren't legit polls, yeah. but like but just like people like I was yo, like, like Utah, oh man, they got spanked by Utah. Like, They're like the best team in the country. Okay, man, like Harbaugh's not even making a difference. Yeah, I haven't watched the game since, but I'll be watching that game oh, Saturday. The Saturday. Northwestern game was unreal. But okay, back to hockey. Yeah. Back to hockey. Back to hockey. Okay. Uh, we'll go with a couple of young guys and the oldest guy. Yeah, and then we'll like put their ages together and just create the life. <laughs> so Mark Shifley, three goals in f- four games. I'm Great staying prospect. away from Shifley. Yeah, right big now. donut, big old donut in the apple. Uh, yeah, the, the assist column. Yeah, there, I'm so. staying away from Shifley. I still haven't seen a lot that really makes me convinced that he's here to have a breakout year. He's not even really moving up that lineup. He's like he's like the second line center. Like we had the guy ask the question last time. Little. But what's little for Shifley, like it's not yeah, little no. stay in there. Like they, they don't have little a, and Lad have been too good over the last yeah. few years to break that up on your top unit. And honestly, the Jets don't go that deep to really warrant having their second center on your squad. Yeah, like their their second line, like it's not like there's like an advantage yeah, game there anymore. Their second line rolls hard with their third line. They're both just like power lines. And they, so they you staying away from line. Shifley? Like who, okay, who's somebody maybe that you'd rather like that might be kind of in the same boat with Shifley right now? Like I'm, I would say if Shifley is available, maybe David Krejci available. I yeah. would I would target somebody like David Krejci before I for I, sure I, I because Krejci Shifley. has I mean Krejci's like never gets injured no except for last year <laughs> never gets but injured. like he like he's been like uh, he's he gets on those like streaks too where he gets those like 10, 11, 12. such a good playmaker man he's gonna have fifty assists by the end of the year. yeah and he's, he's gonna have fifty assists like yeah. where do you find that Krejci's on a situation where in a situation sorry where he can really like just take over that offense and run with it as he has the last few years right like Bergeron's unreal but he's not like he's not their premier setup man like not Krejci on the power is. play anyway, like yeah right? Krejci's yeah. like their Bergeron's guy. the best even strength player in the league potentially. oh yeah but like on the power play Krejci's like from a fantasy perspective like skill. Bergeron's like Kopitar like they're amazing players but like they're yeah. not like like they're they're actual hockey talent doesn't translate as well into fantasy as, yeah, as other exactly. players. But Krejci, like if, okay, he might not be available, but if Krejci is available and so is Shifley, I'd go with Krejci. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard to say Shifley, Krejci, Shifley. Yeah, it's tough one. Tough. All right, we'll go with uh, another guy, out of, <laughs> another young kid uh, out of Alaska. Who would have thought, eh? 
Uh, Colton Pareko, he has just, he scored two goals the other night. He moved up in the lineup tonight because uh, Shattenkirk was injured. Um, but, but the kid has an absolute blast from the point that uh, I heard during the uh, Blues broadcast last night that some of his teammates are saying he's got kind of like a Shea Weber type shot. Damn. So, yeah. He's a, he's a pretty good story. Like, out of the University of Alaska Fairbanks, like... Put up sick numbers yeah. last year, right? Actually, ridiculous. He has, like... This is this is really weird, but he has a Shea Weber, like, jawline, too, in his <laughs> picture, which is kind of hilarious. Yeah, he's kind um, of a handsome guy, I'm not yeah, going to lie. So. <laughs> so, check him out, ladies. Or men. whoever wants to check him out. Yeah, no, okay, well, the ladies could check, check out, out. Men, check out his shot. Yeah. Ladies as well. He has a great shot. <laughs> Let's just what we're saying. Uh, he put up good numbers while he was in college. I got him right here in front of me. Yeah. 13 goals and 36 assists. So, so prepared. So 40, 49 points in 71 games over the last two years. That's at, actually really, really re- good for really defensive good. Oh, in the NCAA. Yeah, so strong. NCAA Division I, that's, yeah. Yeah. It's not like that high scoring. Like, like usually the best... Uh, the league leaders are around a point a game, right? And that's For the forwards, most, yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. So forty nine points, seventy one games. He's obviously he's so got he's, he's got the offensive pedigree, and I think like he's already like clearly made his mark as at least the team's number four defenseman. And like that's a pretty good blue line. But he's gonna be he's playing big minutes. He's on their second power play unit. He'll be that's the only thing. Like he's behind Petrangelo and Shattenkirk. Yeah. In the power in, in like the pecking order for power play time, but. As as like a fifth or sixth defenseman, especially in keeper leagues, he's somebody to target. And moving I would forward, say, I would say legit. You're saying legit. See, I'm personally going not legit yet. Um, I think it's too early. I think he's gonna totally digress. I think he's gonna fall more into like a seventh role once it gets going. Because I just think th- he's rolling. Um, I don't know. I just I, I don't th- like it for now. I think there's better guys. My only thing out. about the power play was if he really uh, keeps his going with his shot and stuff, they might look to even. Th- Put him and separate Shattenkirk and Petrangelo, who are both kind of. Well, that's what the they do now. That's what, that, yeah. Well, yeah, like Petrangelo is yeah. on the second. Yeah, yeah, Jay yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. So yeah, yeah. yeah Bo Meester got bumped to the power play tonight because Shattenkirk was out. But like I like, obviously like I'm saying legit like from I guess a keeper league perspective, twelve man league. Yeah, there is. It depends, right? Because a lot of people are available. super super short on D. If we're talking twelve. Man league with four D spots. Like, that's 48 defensemen yeah. you got to employ out of this league, which yeah. is tough sometimes. Yeah, it's just like there's – you're going to go on and, and see, like, names that have done it before, and those are probably the guys that you could pick up first. But Pareko, like, somebody that has that good of a shot in, on that good of a team is worth is worth looking at. Yeah, for sure. Like, that – like, I think – You'll at least keep it plus. Even if it's not, like – even if it's not, like, how many minutes you play – Somebody with like an amazing shot, like from a defenseman, like for a defenseman, like that's huge. Yeah, if you're, yeah, I guess if you're like the guy who came out of the draft and really screwed the pooch when it came to your defenseman, he's a guy that's yeah. definitely like has the potential to maybe save your ass yeah. there. Or yeah. if you got an extra bench <laughs> spot, and you want to just like hold on to someone for a little bit. Keeper league, yeah. legit. You guys say legit yet or not legit? Yet? Um, non-legit in a standard twelve. Like I, three I D holes. I want to say legit just because I feel like he has a decent ceiling. Compared. When I hear Shea Weber type shot, I just yeah, I, that's what I mean. I feel like he has a decent ceiling this year compared to most defensemen you'll find on the free agent list in fantasy leagues. Yeah, agreed. Okay, we got um, a couple more goalies to talk about real, real fast. We have um, Martin Jones. He's legit. He, he's this guy's the talk of the league. Right yeah, now. I was okay. gonna say we put the legit with like all hold capitals on. underlined. Legit, but before, like before, he's hold on, not before, gonna. Yeah, before we get into it, let me just drop his numbers real quick. Yeah, like three and zero. 
0.33 goals against average, okay. 9.87 save percentage. Yeah, okay, so real quick, like I talked about last week how there was a lot of goalies coming through the Kings system who I thought potentially could be better goaltenders than Jonathan Quick. And this guy obviously was one of them, right? And he's finally getting the chance on a solid, solid possession team in San Jose. They have been for years. He's not going to face a ton of shots. Peter Boer is a great coach, too. Yeah, he is. He, I was kind of hoping Leafs to grab him, to be mm-hmm. honest, but I mean... We'll Mike Babcock's we'll okay. <laughs> yeah, but... Just average. Uh, okay, so obviously he's not going to continue the .33 and the 9.87, right? But this is a what? guy... he's not? <laughs> uh, I doubt <laughs> it. But this is a guy who could definitely hold uh, above 9.20 for the rest of the season on a really good team, which honestly, I don't want to oversell it, but like Stalock's not pushing for any time whatsoever. He's going to make us... Like, they have a back-to-back... Honestly, this, this guy could end up with 35-plus wins this season. Oh, Easily. Yeah. He could be an easy top-five goalie. They took. We'll get. Yeah. We'll get to it. We'll get to it in our injury report later. But they took a big hit today. Um, but Martin Jones, this totally is, legit. Yeah, hundred percent legit. Yeah. I agree. Maybe not so much about our next two guys. First of all, we already talked about Mike Smith. Yeah, Mike. No, Smith. no, not Mike Smith. Oh, I'm not not talking about that guy. Anymore. Oh, my I'm be- done. I'm done with Mike. <laughs> we're Smith. done. Yeah, I'm done. Say. We're gonna go to Ryan Miller. Sure. Thirty-five years old, but he started out three zero and one. One twenty-one goals against. 9.55 save percentage. Yeah. Does Vancouver not do this every year, though? Mm-hmm. They go, They're they, not good. They literally sprint out of the gate, and then, like, what happens? Gas runs out. We're at left at, like, going into the playoffs. Vancouver's not that you scary. You know what? They're, They're trending in the right direction, they though. They are. I, I think it. They're I think finally starting to let some young, sure. finally I think like Ryan Miller, kids. like, is what he is at this point, right? Yeah. Like, he's a solid, solid goal tender. 258 career, 9.15 save percentage. He's not getting career. younger. He's, he's he's that two fifty eight. Yeah, he's solid, right? Like yeah. we know he's consistent. He's had like those random, like his six sick years. Like, yeah, but it, I like, think he's kind of past that point mm-hmm. now. But he can still. I don't know. I feel like he is great what he number is. two. Great number two on in a fantasy squad. Yeah, yeah exactly. Great like, two. I'm sure. Like whatever you drafted, expecting out of Miller, unless you really leap to get him. Unless you're yeah, like, like a huge Canucks fan. He's gonna get you saves. He's gonna yeah. get you wins. I mean, if he Not might a be a guy, he might be a guy to sell right now. If you that's what I was, that's what kind of where I was going. With yeah, this. if is you can somebody... convince someone that he's a, going to be a top five goalie, because I'm not quite convinced. Yeah, okay, here's could sell him for here's a top end goalie. Swap that deal all day. Would you guys trade right now if somebody offered it to you, Sergei Bobrovsky, for Ryan Miller? And you you own Miller. Would you trade Bobrovsky or Miller for Bobrovsky? Yeah, but like I. I wouldn't like. I would try to get more, like, because yeah. I feel like you probably could at this point. Knowing, but yeah, me personally, knowing how like Bobrovsky trends out of the gate, like even the year he won the Vesna, he was like he didn't really have the greatest start, but he just ripped eventually. So. Bobrovsky can be just. Yeah. I think he I mean, can. I'm take, a Jay Onwari yeah. fan. I'm a Bobrovsky yeah. fan. Bobrovsky. <laughs> oh my gosh, I did. I interviewed those guys one time, and he dropped Bobrovsky during the interview. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I could. I could. I was dead. Man. That's like I, a top five. Dude, any like, Canadian kids. My like, favorite. Dream. Yeah, my favorite like moment of watching Canadian television, like probably ever. Like if we're just talking straight, like Canadian TV, because there's not a lot of great Canadian TV. No, it's like, like TSN. The one night where Bobrovsky started the game, got pulled out of the game, and then got yeah. put back <laughs> on the game. I thought Jay Andre was gonna have an Andy Rizzo team of highlights. He was so excited. He's like. Bobrovsky, you're off the kit. Bobrovsky, you're back <laughs> on the kit. <laughs> Man, it was so funny when I interviewed them. Like they started the whole interview. Like right when, right when I talked to them, they started the whole interview with instead of Bobrovsky, just Brock Segan. It was just like I started talking, and he's just like Brock Segan. 
I was just like, oh my god, Jay, I love it. We That's should amazing. totally try to get them on back the fantasy on off podcast. They would. Great. They would <laughs> probably <laughs> not. Yeah. <laughs> we could probably not get them. <laughs> I, I interviewed them once. Maybe we could have it happen again. Yeah, that was it before was, the <laughs> FS1 money came into the pick. It, no, they were with FS1. Oh, yeah. That's why we did it. Oh yeah, I remember that. that we was did. We did. Off, it. Right? FS1 wanted to push their hockey coverage, so they approached me to kind of. Pump FS one's hockey Tell FS one we want to we want to pump our daily faceoff podcast. You got the platform to make that happen somehow. Just straight up into Ontario. Here you go, Jay. Why would like I feel like it'd be way more efficient just to launch an interview from Jay's Twitter profile. Probably should probably should interviewed like somebody else instead of me doing the interview. Whatever. It's okay. It's awesome though. It was cool. It was great. Big moment of my life. I had my first year interview with Taylor Hall. Those were two big moments. Get over yourself. Yeah, I was going to say, half of us in this room have had him in our class in high school. That's so true. it's not that big of a deal. That's true. What's up, Tay? Yeah. <laughs> not on that level uh, whatsoever. All right, real quick, Michael Mirabreth. Yeah, back speaking of ex-Spitfires. Nobody knows what's going on with Steve Mason right now. Okay, like, before I even say anything, I think, we, I think we need to just... Newbreath? Be careful with what we say about Steve Mason because nobody really knows what's happening yet. Hopefully it's nothing bad. No, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. just saying it's hard from a... We're talking from a fantasy perspective. It's hard to well, make I judges think, on your lineup when you have no idea what's happening. I think yet. what we need... We wish the best to Steve Mason. Absolutely. I think... Okay, what I've heard so far, like, he missed it the first... Give us he, missed, scoop. he missed the game. Scoop. But then the next day he came back to practice. So they're like, okay, maybe he might start tonight. They put Newverse back out there. Guy gets another show. It's like, okay, whoa. whoa it is, it's a whoa, weird whoa, situation. Whoa. Maybe he's so, ready to come back and he's just... Coach I think, is like, not yeah, nervous like, sick right now exactly like but like the thing is it wasn't even like their backup like he practiced and then he's on like their non-injured okay IR, yeah, yeah, I got you. and they say he's probably not going to return till next so week dress. so yeah I yeah like jason labarbera backed him up so like if, if you're allowing jason labarbera to jason dress, backup yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. jason the backup jason the terrible man I, he's the worst but um okay so i think what we're trying to say here is we'll like this is back-to-back shutouts yeah, I think with whatever's happening with Mason, it's important to note that the way Norbeth is playing right now could potentially cut into some starts yeah. down the road. I, he's I a good grab this, who's out there right now. For sure. For sure. I, and I saw at the start of the year that they were saying, we're going to play Mason around 60 games. Like that's what the, That was their plan. That's what we did last year. He was awesome. Yeah. We're going to do it again. But now, I'm thinking 50. 50? Yeah. So I was thinking too. Yeah. So Newverth, I think, is a, if especially in a deep league, if, especially if you own Mason yeah, too. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. If you're worried about Mason and you need the handcuff, the only like, issue is like the Flyers are not the best defensive team. But Norvis probably pretty underrated, right? Like he oh, probably could be a yeah, he's a goal solid somewhere. goalie. He could play. Yeah, we talked about it. He literally got traded away from Buffalo for being too, too good. good. <laughs> and you know what? When when they signed him this off season, um, like the Flyers reporters and like fans and stuff are really excited because I don't think they've ever kind of had a one two punch like this for a long time. Like. Somebody like they've had a, a like solid starters, Roman like, check manic, yeah, like just, <laughs> just mm, backups. So, Newverse is Newverse probably their best one yet, and he should uh steal some starts for sure. Career 19, 9, th- sorry, 19, 9 13 save percentage, yeah, solid. On he's played for some bad teams, played for some decent teams in Washington, bad, too, though. bad defensive teams, yeah, though. yeah, that's true, that's true. Like, for from a goalie standpoint, not really the teams you want to play for, for sure. But you got anything to say about uh, Mr. Neuverth? Before I like going to break. I just like him. Um, he's someone who's out there. Grab him if you can. One of the better backup options, for now. I'd say. Yeah, for like sure. Second like second to Scott Darling. Well, I don't yeah. know. Scott, Scott Darling, number one. I, yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. Honestly, like you don't even need Crawford in your lineup to validate picking up Scott Darling because no, really. he's worth that spot start once a week. Oh, 
Heck yes. You got lit up tonight, though, didn't you, a little bit? Yeah. Well, not, bit, won't yeah. happen often. Yeah. Definitely won't happen often. But, uh, okay, we're going to send it over, as usual, to our boys, the Blue Stones. The Blue Stones. We'll, we'll, we'll let them just fill your eardrums with great things before we get back with some tremendous uh, DraftKings lineups. Because that's just what we do, right? I thought for a second you were going to say tremendous injury report. I was like, you're no, 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 no. We will hit you with that. Yeah. Too. yeah. Oh, well, of course. Right after the break, we're going to yeah. head to the uh, to the injury report. But in the meantime, just uh, keep rolling with the punches, yeah. as yeah. the Blue Stones yeah. like to say. Yeah. Enjoy the Stones. That took To episode three of the Daily Face Off podcast. I'm your co host, Dylan Berthian. We hope you enjoy that sweet, sweet lick by the Blue Stones. I'm going to throw it to you. <laughs> what? What is a lick? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've never heard that. I've never heard that before. I'm sorry. I'm on the same I tried to not laugh. But I'm sorry. I was just. Okay. I'm sorry. We hope you guys are enjoying the show so far. <laughs> well, okay, just keep pick it back up. Just don't drop the word because I'm so I've never heard it. Yeah. That's good though. Where'd you hear that? That's a good one, dude. That's a thing. It's like when a guitarist goes off and just wails out, <laughs> <laughs> goes on a riff. That's a sweet lick. All right, what uh, were you gonna say? Here's your host, Brock Segan, with the injury report. Yeah, Brock. Oh, Brock. we were so close. Give it to me, Brock. <laughs> we were so close. All right, obviously, probably the most important news out of fantasy land today. Logan Couture just left practice. Like, boys, he was carried off. Like, he was down and out. They had to, like, stabilize his leg. They were skating him off. How does yeah. he get hurt so bad in practice? I don't know. This is practice we're talking yeah. about. Was he, like... Did he, like... It, it was weird, like... He caught had a, under the Zamboni? I had a, like, like, they, they had a video. Your leg in practice? No, no, no. Definitely, he caught under the Zamboni. Not to, like, make a joke off an injury, but don't you just see, like, Brent Burns carrying him? <laughs> yeah, just, like, in both his arms, just like, I got him, coach. <laughs> I don't know why he started rushing there, but... No, no, no he's, he's caveman. He's like totally, mountain man. Yeah, yeah there you go. He's totally <laughs> caveman. No, yeah. I think he was busy doing the acting for the Geico commercials. Yeah. <laughs> Still doing yeah, it. No, that. Does he is have good, a broken leg or am I Okay, they're, 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 real, like, they're reevaluating him today. They're going to release an injury report tomorrow. But there was video of it, and they didn't get like the actual incident like, itself, but he was down, like couldn't move. They had to help him off. It looked serious. Oh, um, that hurts. That's like, sucks, Just watching dude. that hurts. It sucks, too, In just because he's such a like, good, such a good player. But um, the way it probably affects fantasy hockey is I'd say Thomas Hurdle. Thomas might Hurdle. Um, and the other possibility is they're probably going to recall like Melker. Melker Carlson probably he had a pretty good year yeah. last year with them. But uh, as like for someone moving up in the lineup, like Hurdle's someone who's obviously had success playing with Thornton before, yeah. like but before he had his. And they have that other kid, injury. that uh, Eunice 
Don Scoy guy. Like he's wait, wait, put, wait. Like, let's let's just make Brock say Eunice, that. Eunice, <laughs> I don't even know. Eunice Don Scoy. That's where I'm going. Is with. that a name or did you just get your Chinese order from last night? Dude, he's mixed su- up with today. Super super finished. Eunice Don. Can't do it. You just Don Scoy. That's his. Okay, so hurdle. And yeah, Maybe I think Don Scoy, like he's playing like with like the top line right now, but he'll probably see more minutes. It um, seems serious though, right? Yeah, he's done. He's done. Like, yeah, so let's, try to trade him if you have him. It's not yet. Try to catch some guy who, like, you know is not really on top of things. Totally. Like, you'll see him and be like, oh, man. Just totally off guard. Catch him off guard. Okay, so the rest the rest of the injury report, Johan Franzen, uh, he was a late scratch the other night against Tampa. He is out indefinitely yeah. with, uh, like, reoccurring concussion symptoms. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah, done. I hate seeing that. Yeah, I got a sad face right next to his name on my paper. Yeah, here. that is... Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't, happen, couldn't happen to a better guy. <laughs> no, that sucks, dude. I mean, I've never met him. Seems like a good guy. Yeah, as I uh, say, yeah. yeah. But you Drake's. know what? Personal, yeah, better than Jose. That personal connection that we do with Drake. I should have talked to Draper about it. Or Jovo. Yeah. Jovo. Jovo. <laughs> so, anyways, he's out indefinitely. In all honesty, like, probably time to retire. <laughs> if uh, if you're Johan. Like, yeah, you just awesome. before, like, you know, you don't want to just turn into the mush. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, before he forgets his name. So, he's out indefinitely. The one thing, like I will say from a fantasy perspective, is that this may now just allow the Wings to keep Larkin on the team without having to do anything sure, drastic. Yeah. So yeah. that's the only like even when Dats comes back, exactly. Yeah. And Helm and all the boys. Like, yeah. This is a way to like they're they gonna have to probably put somebody on waivers to keep him now. This at least he, he'll go on long term IR or whatever. And Yaroslav Halak, uh, he practiced. Yeah, we have good news. Yeah, he practiced on. Wednesday, and he was in the morning skate today, which is Thursday. Not good news for Thomas Grice owners, but I'm going to assume the mass majority of Thomas Grice owners all also own Yaroslav Halak. So. For the most part, well, I just didn't to... expect this to last. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, uh, whatever, he's expected to be back. Yeah. Probably, I would say, maybe not this weekend, but I think it's a little bit different with, uh, we're talking about, because obviously Grice has played well, right? And we talked about how, solid, yeah, for sure. how Nervous playing well has like potentially set himself up for Carmen yeah, yeah. in some cases. Halak is the guy. No, Grice is literally like the backup. Like you think backups, you think Thomas Grice. So. Yeah, Grice is uh it's gonna be a short lived kind of Yeah, Halak's gonna I yeah, Halak's definitely the starter as long as he's healthy, which, you know, knowing Halak might not be Yeah, you know, ha- Halak <laughs> is always split time. This was kinda like he's the first that, year. He's had groin problems in the past yeah. too, right? This is like is this is the first year he's ever kinda came in as like maybe like the like for sure number one starter. And uh it should it should last. So he should be back maybe next week. And now, I know I touched on this briefly last episode, but yeah, you gotta do it. The uh, the DraftKings line like uh, pool last week, I messed it up. This week, it'll be good to go. Um, we're gonna give you a quick rundown of kind Join of join that shit. Yeah, I'm gonna just give you it's a quick not- rundown of who I'm gonna be targeting tomorrow in DraftKings. Try not to copy my lineup because that's not cool, right? Don't do that. No, not when you're in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, it's probably 25 people. Five. I mean, I like copying Brock's lineup. In general, but no, not in the pool. Not when you're in the same pool. So, so 25 people, including the three of us. So 22 of you guys get into that pool on Saturday night, and uh, I guess I'm giving you my lineup for tomorrow. I guess and I then join us. Kings account, eh? You know, you still haven't done that, eh? No. Yeah. No, we'll we'll All get right. there though. Well, tomorrow the four teams that I'm kind of targeting for stacks are San Jose, Detroit, Columbus, and Winnipeg. Cool. My lineup consists of okay. Before I even go to my lineup, I should mention that I'm going to the Red Wings game tomorrow. So naturally, <laughs> yeah, I'm also going to the Red Wings game. Really? Yeah. Nice. So maybe I'll see you. Yeah. Probably. I'll not. probably see you there. It's it's. Yeah. It was easy to find somebody at the Spitz game. Maybe not <laughs> yeah, someone yeah. the Red Wings. I, I got know, the Olympia. Meet me now at the Olympia. We'll hit up uh, uh, a couple. Ooh. 
a beers in the Olympia. Yeah, might as well. I finally am of age. I mean, like, I feel well, like pretty not finally, but like left out. Feel too many pretty left out of age over there. Yeah, sorry, bud. No free ticks kicking around. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> uh, sorry, bud. Sorry, I got a paper to do. <laughs> okay, so from my DraftKings lineup with my two centers, I went Zetterberg and Larkin naturally. Sure. Hot start. You guys are gonna laugh yeah. at my first winger, Abdicator. <laughs> so I'll be at the I, game. Okay, I feel like Abdicator is probably pretty low priced. That's no, a smart buy. He's he's like no, I always high on. owned. He's always high owned right though, now. He's on yeah. a hot, yeah, off to sure, a hot yeah, start. Yeah. So I have those three, and then I have Sad and uh, Johansson's in my utility. They're going up against the Leafs. I've got Wheeler and Bufflin in as my two Winnipeg picks, and of course Martin Jones between the pipes. Because is there anybody hotter than Martin Jones right now? Just and, Biebs. Yeah. <laughs> I look good right now. <laughs> He's got a Ron Francis Thank jersey you, on. We haven't yeah. even mentioned the um, jersey. Yet. You're right. Yeah, that is a dirty. It's Ron. one of those like jersey sweater things. Yeah, you guys are all picturing a red and white sweater jersey. Right? No, it's no. a Hartford Whalers sweater jersey. Couldn't be any more legit, honestly. Like we might just have to post a picture. My right? closet <laughs> is ridiculous. If you guys are wondering, with like the jerseys and just the selection, like people go in there and it's like, oh yeah, yeah. You think you have funny jerseys? No, I actually have like. You go in there, you find a Toon Squad. Yeah, we're pro- <laughs> there is a Toon Squad. We're probably talking triple digit at this point, eh? As far as sports, like, yeah, yeah. hockey alone, I'm pushing like halfway to triple digits, <laughs> right, but I, I am half cent. triple digits across the board. Is yes. that like all you wear? Jerseys? No, oh, I just have I don't know. Re- I live with him. It's close to all you wear. I was going to say, I wear a lot of jerseys, but like, it depends. Um, I don't know. It depend- depends on the class, I guess, at this point <laughs> in my life, but... If I could, I would wear a jersey every day. It really depends on the event, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I love basketball jerseys because anything without well, sleeves yeah, yeah, is yeah. just great for me. But so we'll, fun we'll just wear like a basketball jersey. Yeah. Do uh... so play Ron Francis in your lineup. Yeah, <laughs> if you guys Sorry, if before you guys, we get uh, off there, <laughs> no, you guys want to. I'm I think sure there's one guy you didn't mention here, Boschman, right? Yeah, well, Boschman, he's going up. The only reason, like, he's off to a, a solid start, but the one reason I, I uh, chose him is basically he's going up against Anaheim, so former team. Might sure. have a lush juice tomorrow. Oh yeah, sure. so I'll buy that narrative. <laughs> hey, might as well. Sometimes you got to convince yourself. Sometimes it's like you're like you got yeah. half your lineup. Sometimes you just out. gotta find a reason yeah. to believe. Just like all right, I gotta I gotta find out. You find some cheap guys to round up this lineup. I gotta yeah. give myself a reason. Oh, okay, that works. I used to play for him. So to summarize, I've got Zetterberg, Larkin, Ablocator, Sad, Wheeler, Bufflin, Boschman, Martin Jones, <laughs> Martin. and Ryan Johansson. Like it. Sounds like a solid lineup to me. Solid lineup. Looks like money. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> You'll probably be posting that lineup probably somewhere around Twitter. Yeah. Oh, so I'll, I'll post it tomorrow Twitter. as well. Speaking of Twitter, these <laughs> with the <laughs> just a nice nice little transition right there. Phenomenal segue. So, why don't you go ahead and take the uh, the first Twitter question then? I was just say the honestly the reason I was excited about Twitter was because his first name's so great. Um, <laughs> it is a good one. I kind of wish he spelt it more like the Brian way, but okay. <laughs> his name is at Big Leech at underscore underscore Big Big Leech. Big Leech. Um, <laughs> But it's more like leech, like the sucking blood kind of leech, um, not <laughs> Brian Leach. But either way, it's awesome. You're gonna be him when you're in. Thanks for the question, Big Leach. Um, so great question. Um, it was a actually a three part question. So one was we'll answer it quick. Sell high on Martin Jones slash the Sharks. Uh, no, you can if you want. Yeah. but they seem depends what you get. Depends yeah. big time what you get. If you can sell like ridiculously high, like to the point where like you're getting like an established elite netminder or something like that. Then yes. yes, but I think he's legit. I think the Sharks are legit. Sure. Yeah. As we did in legit or not legit. Yeah, cool. Part two of the question, sneaky D for points only. I'm going to go with Airhoff here. Uh, he's kind of, you know, in an interesting position here. 
he signed that contract with Pittsburgh last year, and he was kind of hoping to have that breakout Just year. Did I not think. happen at no, all. No, he was looking for that big so contract So much concussion year. issues. Yeah, it's tough. But he's in a spot now in LA where he's playing a lot of minutes. He's playing in all situations actually right now, and he looks like as soon as that team like starts playing better. Yeah, and he's got like a points are gonna come. Yeah, exactly, and he's like he's got that shot on the power he's play, great. right? And as long as he's getting that power play time, I think he's gonna be worth it. And he kind of seems to be going under the radar. Oh yeah, last year I really liked Erhoff going into the year, like playing on a sweet Pittsburgh team. I thought he'd be like the number two guy there, like behind the tag. I I expected huge things. Mm-hmm. I think so did he. And then yeah. just too many injuries, and then he barely like even got signed to start this year. Like he signed solely so for like a yeah. million dollars. That's crazy. So, like, once the Kings start scoring, I think he'll pick it up. Another guy I really like is Travis Hamannick in, sure, in yeah. uh, New York. The problem with Hamannick is it seems like Letty and Boychuk are, like, ahead of him in terms of power yeah, play. Yeah, Zidlicki, too. We could probably mention him yeah, too. Yeah, Zidlicki's in the same boat. But, as, like, especially at even strength, Hamannick plays a ton. And right yeah. now, to start of the season, he's shooting a ton. And then in other leagues where it counts hit, hits and blocks as well, he, he helps in that, ca- like that category. But he's the type of player that I really think – just because of the volume of shots he's had so far this year, going forward, he should be fine. Yeah, he's a decent guy to keep an eye on. Yeah, definitely. Um, see, the third part is, um, and personally like this part, um, buy slash sell on Avalanche players. <laughs> Go. I uh, say not. I wouldn't sell. I like them too much. I like the Avalanche players. I like. I would not be selling on like Landis Cog or McKinnon. And in all honesty, I'd probably be buying low on Duchesne. He has nothing, right? Yep. No points? Yeah, Duchesne uh, is in minus four right now. No points. People are literally going to be like hating him right now. Get him while people are hating him. Especially if you got a couple of halves. I have, He's going to start. If you like Biebs, pick up the halves. I <laughs> have written down on my paper, Avs suck. <laughs> yeah, now you have just <laughs> my finger no, but the only thing, the, <laughs> the only thing I'm going to say is that the Avs have been like one of if not the worst possession team over like the last two or three years yeah. right but yeah. that hasn't really stopped their top tier guys from producing nonetheless so i mean you could still probably count on mckinnon landis cog duchene to come through here's where i'm at at this numbers. personally it if you spent early round picks on these guys why are you like giving up or selling high on like there's a reason you drafted yeah, them this high. Yeah. Why it's too early to be selling really high on them. Like as much as we like to entertain these questions, it really is too early too to early. just be making yeah. drastic decisions. Unless yeah. someone's like, like, we're a willing to make a more drastic decision. So we're saying keep them. D's not saying D doesn't like them. D well, says abs suck. Numbers, so I he, say abs suck, but like the the top guys are still. I would sport. not be trading Landis Cog or McKinnon right but now. But we'll let D take the next tweet. All right, at PW Justin. Rank these players as keeper forwards for the next three years. Whew. Colin. Hall. Ben. Jamie, I'm assuming. Yeah. Not Jordy? No. Not Jordy. Jordy, Jordy's bottom and out the list if it's Jordy. I don't think Jordy's a forward, so. Mark Stone. Oh, forwards. Missed that part. Jack Eichel. Nathan McKinnon. Jonathan Drouin. Ooh. So, I'll, I guess I'll take it first. Yeah. I got Ben at the top. Yep, me too. Taylor Hall. And then I go Eichel. Hmm. Huh. Because honestly, I wouldn't have said that before. Huh? The first Scored some pretty nasty goals. The kid is legit. Yeah, and then I go McKinnon, Juan Stone. Huh. I'm pretty similar. And I think like the first five of those guys are pretty elite forwards in standard leagues right now. Yeah, and Stone no, is yeah, like solid, but Stone's awesome too. They're definitely yeah, that Ottawa team. That yeah, I just sick. don't see Stone having the same like. Uh, huge ceiling that the other guys I think said. those guys turn elite I think Stone turns good yeah and like when we're talking next three years right like Ben's probably still gonna be the best over the next yeah. three years because some of these For guys sure. might Jamie take ben three is, years to hit their prime right Jamie Ben could be like the yeah. first overall fantasy pick see I do yeah, like I absolutely. do like what, probably yeah yeah Little league really scoring last year like yeah, Ben tops this list I think it goes Ben McKinnon 
I think there's just so much upside with the talent around him. Yeah, like it's a tough list to really pick through too. Yeah. Like. McKinnon and Hall for me are interchangeable. Yeah, um, agreed. I just took McKinnon because Hall gets injured more. So if we're talking about from a fantasy perspective, I think McKinnon just reason, has more value. The only reason I put Eichel above McKinnon is because Eichel really seems to have the chance to take over Buffalo in every sense. But did it seem like McKinnon did in his rookie year too? Yeah, yeah, but I just mean like there's there's more pieces in Colorado than there is in Buffalo, if that makes sense. Yeah, which could help McKinnon though. It, yeah, it, it could, could work yeah, either yeah, way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it so could. it's they're very true. again. These are all like really good. I guys, think so. yeah. For me, for me, this list. It's went, a good keeper team. If yeah. that's who you got. Right Jeez, now. I. Yeah. Yeah. You won. Let's hope you don't have like a keep uh, keep four of six because you're gonna be pulling hard there. Yeah. No, but for me, I think it's Jamie Ben tops it out. Then McKinnon, Hall, Eichel are pretty much interchangeable. Then Drew and Stone also interchangeable at the bottom end of that list. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I'm the exact same on that. Okay, we'll go to third. I I, I, I don't think Drew and Stone are interchangeable. Say, I think Stone's like the clear six in this. Yeah. But. That's just because Juan's playing with Stamkos. Yeah. Well, yeah, that helps definitely. Yeah. Let's give Brock question number three. Rye, at Rye Parks, which D-men still available in most Yahoo leagues would be good to pick up? Looking for hits, block shots, and power play points. Keep up the good work. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Thanks, Rye Parks. I wasn't sure. No, we do appreciate that, Rye Parks, for sure. Um, Thanks, appreciate Rye. the question as well. Um, so, which D-men still available in most? I'm going to go. I like. We just kind of talked about Eichel um, and Sabres. I like Rasmus Rustalainen. Yeah. Eichel at the name. back end. Yeah. he's Dude, he is he's a big dude. Honestly, I loved him and uh, Zadorov, like, last year together. Yep. Yeah. I was really, like, happy. I, like, I, was, I, I was excited for the Riley to Buffalo part of things, but I was kind of... They gave up a lot. Oh, man. Zadorov's going to be a beauty. Yeah. Raw talent, but let's get back to Risto. He had uh, yep. the one thing Risto. I always have. I, the one thing I've always Spiking liked about Risto Linen is like looking at him last year or two years ago. He had 15 points in Finland, which obviously not a ton of points, but he was only an 18 year old yeah, kid back league. then, and he's playing with men. It's a better league than juniors, right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, it's like almost not equivalent to the NHL, but it's good hockey. It's playing against grown men. Is the That's way probably I equivalent it. to the A or close to yeah. it, I would imagine. And then. When he came over to North America, 20 points in 34 games in the AHL with Rochester. He had a good year last year with the Sabres. So, like, this is a guy who's been a, a good score from the back end in, in every league that he's played in so far. So, yeah. I mean, he's still young. He's raw. But we were talking about heavy shots earlier. This is another guy who falls plays so heavy much, shot Plays so category. much time. He's going to lead that team. Well, him and Bogosian, when Bogosian gets back, yeah. we'll, we'll, and that'll yeah. help him a lot. And he's, like, on a team that's going to get outshot a lot, which honestly really bodes well for hits and block shots. Yeah, because you absolutely. need to be on the wrong side of the puck to Especially a guy that's playing stats. nearly... He's playing like 25 yeah. minutes a night. Yeah. And that's why get... that's why the other guy we were talking about, right, is Jack Johnson. Because to me, I don't think Jack Johnson is really a quality number one defenseman at all. But honestly, that almost plays into his favor when you're looking for hits and block shots. Because yeah. you, like, you have to be on the wrong side of the puck to rack up He's like kind of like right? Dion Phaneuf to And me, then like... he still plays the power play, so he's going to get the power play points. So he's actually the perfect combination yeah. for those three yeah. stats. Those two guys, exactly. You just yeah. if, if you look for hits and blocks... Bad power, bad teams, and then power play points. You're just looking for a guy who obviously plays in the top power play unit for their teams, which both of these guys do. Um, yep. We Jack Johnson is very much like Dion Phaneuf in the way that he is a good defenseman in the wrong situation. I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess. I. I don't yeah. know. I've never really seen anything to convince me that he's really like would be a guy to excel on a good team. Mm-hmm. But 
Just I think he fits. I, guess I, like, I like him just because his parents stole his money and I feel horrible <laughs> yeah. for him. Yeah. But like now there's other things saying Rich that maybe he like that. yeah there's things saying that maybe he did that We're on kind purpose. Of and, to the bunch. Yeah. But anyways, we'll go on to our fourth and final Twitter question here. This one's from at Eric Bauer sixteen. That's a good hockey um, name. Eh? Do you guys think Ryan Strom is a guy worth having? That's his real name. Gotta be. Um, or do you think he's just big on the brand? I don't know. That's, that'd be sick. Either way, I would. Yeah. For a puck fan, that'd be. A you sweet have to wear all Bauer man. equipment at that point. Yeah. Um, for sure. I was just rocking Bauer on the back of your jersey, just rocking like CCM sticks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. just, oh my god. Just like Bauer, like, what are you doing? What bud? are you doing, Bows? But um, anyways, Eric Bauer, sixteen asks, do you guys think Ryan Strom is a guy worth having on the squad, or yeah. does he still have to oh, come yeah. into his own? No. He has come into his yeah, own. Yeah, I think yeah. he's there. He is his own. Right? Yeah, Ryan Strom's twenty-two now. Plays with Jonathan. John yeah, if Tavares, we're talking like, like more like than just the fact that he seems to be a super skilled yeah. up and coming player, like you said, he's playing on the top line. Playing with Tavares, like yeah. one of the best players in the NHL. He had 49 yeah. points in 37 games in the AHL it's before this, he, before he had promoted in the NHL. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely he, tore up the OHL. He's such a he's such as a, dis- a what 19 year old like, and gross. such a just such a filthy playmaker. Gross. So yeah, he's got yeah he's with power play time. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely a guy I would hold on to moving yeah. forward. Absolute lick. <laughs> oh man I can't believe you said that I've never heard that. I really haven't that's wild it's a thing I'm pretty sure anyway. oh I sure it hope it right. is it's, it's too late to take it back yeah. I mean the first or the second episode you started dropping this American knowledge that we didn't even know you had I still don't know if that's right <laughs> yeah. and, and now you're saying lick you also, I'm pretty sure I got that from a TV show like, you also like to reference the blue stones as if they may be the rolling stones so yeah. you're the just, stones yeah, yeah. the stones you know what I'm talking about oh yeah I know what you're talking about I don't know I think I've probably listened to more like blue, blue stones than I have rolling stones in my day At this point, that's yeah. probably like not the right thing to say no it's true but it's oh it's damn true it's as true as they come yeah but well, I guess we'll wrap it up right yeah it's, Speaking of the Blue Stones, if you enjoy the music, as always, check them out on Spotify. They're absolutely. There. Yeah. They're great guys. Even better artists. Yeah. Great music. Yeah. Just keep Tell rolling. Them. Just, hey, you know what? If you went 0-1 in week one, if you're head towards a big L to start the season, just yeah. keep rolling with the punches. Don't, don't worry about it. Just keep rolling with the punches. Just don't worry about it. I'm probably going to go 0-1 in like every league, so yeah, <laughs> I got to start rolling. I'm going to go 1-0 in every league. the fantasy puck master. So. But yeah. like if you're... If you're on one and you know you had a rough week, you don't start trading everybody. Come on. No, you put don't on panic. some blue stones. You mellow out. Mellow out. And just go for the big dubs. You chillax. Yeah. Thanks right. for listening again, though. It's been three. I don't have. It's I been three. It's been, three. It's been a treat. It's, oh. not, it's a half run. I was gonna say it's been three. It's been you and me. And me. <laughs> and babes. And babes. And D. You know what the one thing is? <laughs> this is. It's always the daily face-off podcast, but it's not really the daily face yeah, face-off the weekly face-off. No, it's no, the it's, daily face-off Potter. No, no it's, it's, the, it's a Seeks Beebs D show. Yeah, it's really. Yeah, at that point. But it they is. know. It, I mean, if they're listening, what an hour in, they know what they know what it's about. I hope. Do you have any plans for next week's uh, jersey? Whew! Go. Got a lot of options, eh? I literally just have boxes full, so I just like dig in halfway through. It's like, oh, Sidney Crosby, Ramuski. No, I already referenced <laughs> that one. Okay, I got an even. Oh, he's just traded wait. now. I was just gonna wait. wear like just wait. Lucic Winter Classic. That's one that I got. That's I, a good throwback, but it sucks now because I mean, okay, Mike well, we'll Rich- surprise where you. Where are my Mike Richards? <laughs> oh God, Philadelphia. Is he gonna be- okay? <laughs> right before we wrap it up, will Mike Richards play in the NHL again? Yes. Uh, Beep says yes. D. I think he was on his way out before all this shit went down, so no. His life's just 
I think he takes like an Eric Wellwood comeback, do like sixty game season, never play a game again. Yeah, I think he's chilling with Jarrett Stoll on a beach somewhere. <laughs> Jarrett Stoll's in New York playing for the Rangers, though. Yeah, that's what you think. <laughs> Zach, that's not Jarrett Stoll. Just Dominic Moore. It's Jared Andrews. What? Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, take care, you beauties. It's been fun. Yeah. We love bringing these to you. So if you if you like it, tell your friends. If you really, really enjoyed it, tell your friends' friends. <laughs> yeah, like Tweet go, to, go to parties. Like It's a great icebreaker. Yeah. Hey, have you heard the Daily Faceoff podcast? You'll get yeah. so many hot girls. Yeah, actually, most, most, DJs, guys. most DJs actually just show up and put on our podcast, and the party just that's, Anyways, <laughs> girls freaking left and that's right. Enough, that's enough of us giving you the obvious of your weekly go bys. Take care, guys. We'll see Thanks, you guys, guys next week with only one episode, and uh, we'll of course, as usual, we'll let you the blue stones take you to the finish. Yeah, give it to me, stones. Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. 
For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.